0: Hey. Oh, <laughs> how, how are you, you doing?
1: doing? All, all right, Chris. How are you?
0: Fantastic, thank you. Fantastic. Amazing. We need to get we need to get used to this little delay on Zoom. It's really annoying, isn't it? It's like a like ten, well, a tenth of a second or something. It's
1: usually just me because I'm like, where's the button? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: How's everything going? Everything all right? But thanks. I all good. What about you?
0: Aye, not bad. Not bad. Just um. I'm busy at the moment. not not like out and about doing stuff. It's, uh-huh. it's I've, I've got such a huge backlog of content that has to be edited. It's just yeah. I don't you know like all over all over the whole lockdown thing. I I had the odd trip away, but I didn't okay. want to I didn't want to put out loads of trip footage because you know what I mean? Like ever a lot of people were locked down and couldn't do it and I was out there uh, traveling. I thought I'll just not do it. I'll not I'll you know, it's not, it's not fair it? <laughs> now, now I'm like, oh, because we, we all got back after COVID, didn't we? And it was like yes. all guns blazing. All of a sudden I've got, gee was Aye, just an insane <laughs> amount of content that I've got to, to edit. So, yeah, I'm locking myself away in my office and just... It looks great,
1: it. by the way, your setup's brilliant.
0: Thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's getting... It's very echoey, that's the thing. I see you've got all your, your sound insulation. Aye,
1: I mean, I don't know. It still isn't great. Like, you see for voiceover stuff or whatever, it's not, it's not properly done, but it mm-hmm. suits for the podcast. It's fine for... Because right. I'm still doing the podcast like ninety-nine percent of the time remotely, even uh-huh. though we can do it in person. I think just it's the ease in it of Aye. people not having to come to the house or we go to them. Um although I'd still I'd love to get back out and do it in person again. But Aye. um but I, I went to do a voiceover for something the other week there and it just the sound quality's just not quite there for that Aye. kind of thing. But it's fine for the podcast sort Aye. of thing. It,
0: it is it's different, isn't it, doing a podcast in person than it is like on Zoom, 100%. as you said. It's it's nice and easy, and you can chat to people on the other side of the world if you want, or different totally. Company. It's nice and easy, but it's it's not the same, is it? As being no, no. And I
1: I had done like I'd only exclusively done them in person yeah. up until the pandemic, so it's quite a transition to go a, online. But I think it's even more so a transition going back. I did one in person. Luckily, like I knew the person. We came to the house, and it was dead easy. But it was just different, and I I, I was a bit nervous before it because I was like, oh god, like what am I going to be like in person? <laughs>
0: Aye. Because
1: <laughs> online, I'm just good at doing all the nodding. <laughs> in person, you can't shut me up.
0: <laughs> you, you can't turn up in your pants either, you know. Like when, well, when, I know, because Robert
1: said to me last night, <laughs> he was like, so he said something about, and Bruce records it, didn't he? And I was like, oh, so he does, he records <laughs> the video. Thank you for reminding me of that, because I would have been... Not that I look very glamorous, but I was like, I would have been like a hedge b- drawn backwards. So I've right, got the ring light on to well, hide the
0: You've gone full influencer mode.
1: I have, I have.
0: <laughs> right, I saw you've got a brew on the go. I've got be a beer, slime shears to your health. <laughs> mm. Right, Lisa. Um, folks, this is Lisa Kennedy. Uh, you run the Bra and the Brave podcast. Now, this is all your fault.
1: It's
0: all this, my fault. <laughs> this this is your fault. Brutai, my podcast is your fault. Because I'd heard loads of people talking about podcasts, you should do a podcast. And I never knew what a podcast was. I just I didn't know what it was. And then you contacted me through Robert... And said you've yes. got this podcast. And I was like, Oh, what's this? So I went and did your podcast and loved it. It's it's basically just having a blather, isn't it? Having a chat. It
1: really is. I can't thank you enough. Like that was such a momentous moment when you said yes. I mean, in our <laughs> house, it was such a big deal. Like it was like, oh my God. Because I was like, I can't, he's not going to come like to our house and do a po- he's not, he's just not gonna do it. And he was like, just <laughs> ask him. And then of course you were like, Yeah, totally, I'm coming up, I'll I'll pop by. And you did, and we had such a lovely conversation. It's just moments like that, because that was quite early on in the Mm. Brawn the Brave. Um, That would have been 2019,
0: eh? Yeah, I think so. I I was trying to think today, was it 18 or 19? Yeah, I think it was 19. 19.
1: that's right. Yeah, because I started the podcast in the January of 2019. So it was quite early on, and I just, I I mean, three years on, I'm still amazed when people say yes to come on (laughs) the podcast. I'm
0: like that. Yeah, I'm like that. (laughs) When you said yes, I was like... you want to come and have a chat with me no no when
1: you asked me i was like well you know i think you might have seen a post that i put on the other day there i've been asked a couple of times just a handful of times to be on people's podcasts and i'm always a bit like eh me but then i'm like remember that people do that to you and it's nice to reciprocate because my first instinct was to say no because i've got nothing to say and i'll be a very (laughs) boring guest (laughs) knowing all the amazing people you've spoken to on your podcast i was like why is he asking me it must be a slow day but i'm here I'm here. I'm here for the blade.
0: But you you've got a story to tell like my podcast is essentially very similar to yours in that although there's often a motorcycle theme to it. It's not just <laughs> exclusively about bikes. It's it's about it's about my slogan of you know, live your life. It's about people who have got a story to tell And what they've done. And and everybody's got a story to tell, don't they? You you find that when you chat to folk. You I've dig, said that before.
1: Dig. Like I would literally anybody can come on my podcast. There's not like a remix, you don't have to tick a box. Like, are you passionate about something?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm I'm happy to talk to you. You know, it's a total honor.
0: Right. So for, for people out there who aren't aware of the Braw and the Brave podcast, can you introduce it a little bit and tell us a wee bit about yourself and then we'll go from This is from my there.
1: elevator pitch, isn't it? This is it. <laughs> go. So the Bra and the Brave is a podcast about people and their passions. You can see that I like alliteration. Um, and it, it basically is a blether with people from all walks of life with a passion in their life, whether it be their career or whether it be their hobby or whether it be a kind of amalgamation of that. Um, I've spoken to lots of different people, as I say, from all over, particularly Scotland, predominantly Scotland, but but far and beyond Scotland just through the joy that is the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, we speak about the stuff that they love to do um and they make space for in their life
0: so how did you fall into that then how did you get in because i mean 2019 at the start of 2019 it's still fairly early on in the podcast sort of tsunami which hit round about lockdown wasn't it like lockdown and everyone me included everybody started doing it so how did you get into it initially i
1: just um well, I love podcasts so so my job I'm a choreographer and dance teacher and I'm freelance and I have been for a long time um I've been full-time freelance for about 11 years now so commuting you know all over Scotland to teach you you know it's a, and listening to music you're just choreographing a dance in your head so I had to start listening to something else other than music um so I started listening to podcasts as I was driving and um but like a lot of things in my life, you know, they start as hobbies and then they become my job. And that's kind of how dance originated. It was a hobby, obviously, growing up. Um, so I was looking for a hobby. And actually, the podcast wasn't a podcast. It was a blog to start with. The Brown the Brave was a written blog. Right. I interviewed a few people that I'd worked with, friends of mine. So my first ever Brown the Brave anything was uh, my friend Deborah MacArthur, who is a theatre maker and director. We went to a cafe in Coatbridge. I had a wee dictaphone that I got from Argos. We had a lovely chat. And then I kind of typed it up as a magazine article and put it out as a blog. Uh And I did it like five or six times, maybe maybe a couple more. But for me, you know, as much as I love writing and that's another world that I I did before I went into full-time dance, um, I just was like agonising over every sentence. And I just felt as if I wasn't capturing the essence of the person and how they described their passion. So it was actually my mum. I've got my mum to thank for the podcast because she said, why don't you listen to podcasts all the time, why don't you just make the Bra and the Brave into a podcast? And I was like, cool, yes. I have no idea how to do that yeah, how do you do that yeah. <laughs> Like that sounds technical that doesn't really mean um, so my sister I've got all, all so her to thank for it she was like you need a laptop you need some sort of like software to record on and my mum and dad bought me this mic which I'm still using mm-hmm. for my Christmas in 2018 <laughs> and the rest is to as they say it's now a podcast it started in January 2019 and working in the arts I, which I'm incredibly privileged to do I meet hundreds of really interesting creative people so yeah if you work with me you're probably going to be on the podcast
0: <laughs> so I mean that, that was something I was going to work up to eventually but go on in so how how do you how do you select who you chat to is it just a case of you're interested come on
1: pretty much I mean it's lovely now like people are asking to come on yeah which is smashing! I'm sure you get that as well. Um, I'm like my podcast. You know, it, it still amazes me when people say that they listen. And mine's a small fry, like it's toty, like compared to your amazingness. Like mine's just, you know, just as a hobby. I don't make money from the podcast, but um, it's always lovely when somebody says that they listen or they know about it. You know, I was at a wedding another the week there, and one of the photographers came up and. Went, Sorry, um, do you do the Braun the Brief podcast? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, you've actually just made my life. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is. I mean, I have to say, a lot of people that have been on the podcast I've worked with have had the privilege. Of working with them, so it could be other choreographers, musical directors. Um, I've I've had quite a varied career, so I worked full time for a dance company for a number of years, and that was in a really specific realm of Scottish dance. Uh-huh. So I have a lot of people from that world that is, are still.
0: Is, is that all this stuff jumping over the uh, the, the swords? <laughs> over stuff? the
1: swords, yes, <laughs> yeah. It was my remit to make Kaylee cool. Um, so I was dancing (laughs) in residence for the area of Club which is the Uh biggest county in Scotland so I was out and about doing a lot of Cayley and Highland and and basically trying to get kids and people to love love that type of dance so um, I met a lot of interesting people while I worked there and then when I went freelance full time lots of different projects so I've just gathered all these really cool people who do great things and the joy of the internet is that you get to keep up with these people on social media and and people are loyal so if you do a good job they quite often come back to you and say oh I've got this project so you end up working with the same people maybe yeah. not year in year out but um I've been really really lucky to meet a lot of really cool people and then the joy of having the podcast is that you build up a bit of a repertoire and then people get to, there, there's something to show here's Aight. the thing I made Aight. and then people are like oh yeah that, that looks alright I, I could come on that like yourself uh-huh. do you know what I mean so like you, but you, you totally <laughs> took a chance because so I had like done a handful of episodes I'm like you don't know me but <laughs> would you like to come on podcast please <laughs> thank you so much
0: but you like a chat I like a chat match made in heaven isn't it? no problem. I'm
1: done I can't I'm remember done. how
0: long we even chatted for I, I, I can't remember it was great fun really enjoyed
1: it loved oh, it that's kind. no I loved it I totally did um you know like it still amazes me that i get to do this is yeah. and i've really you know i've just had to fit it into my life and um, i mean the, the, it has brought me other opportunities that i just didn't expect um but first and foremost, it, it's something for me. Um, if nobody listens to it, I've still had a nice time chatting to the person. Like, Aye. I'm not really thinking. And I don't pick people, to answer your question, I don't pick people like, go, oh, they'll, they'll get me loads of followers. Aye. Oh, I, I'm not interested. Like, I'm really not. Like It's amazing. Like, if you've got loads of followers and you've built that, up, that I think that's so cool. That's impressive. But I'm not I don't use anybody. Um, yeah. I very much, I'm just like, if you would like to come on and I try and get a, a bit of a kind of plethora of passions. So I want a bit of dance in their theatre, but I also want worlds that I know nothing about. It definitely yeah. had to be not a performing arts podcast for me. I wanted to just learn about things that I know very little about, yeah, including totally. motorbikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they've generally got two wheels, sometimes three, and they've got an engine. That's about all I know, really. <laughs> Sometimes they make a noise. Sometimes they don't. That's about it.
1: Totally. <laughs> Extent
0: of my knowledge. Um, I'm I'm the same really with uh, particularly with guests for the podcast. I, I I don't look at it along the lines of oh well you know that'll get a lot of uh, traction that'll get a lot of views or downloads or things. I'm I'm like oh they'd be interesting to talk to. I'd I'd love to yes. to chat with them because. You know, it's it, I've had people on here like uh, some on top of my head, Peter Hickman. Right, he's a he's a, a British superbike racer. Just done the World Superbikes as a wild card. He races the TT. In fact, I think he's got the lap record for the TT. Not a, not a chance our paths would ever really cross. Although, <laughs> like I'm in the bike world, he's in the bike world, but they're two different sort of segments. And without the podcast, the chance of me walking up to Hickman <laughs> in in like the 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 pits and saying hello and him knowing me and having a chat, it's not it's not particularly high. Whereas the <laughs> podcast I dropped him a line. He was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll come on and have a chat with you. So you get, you, you know, an hour But if you don't ask, somebody. you
1: don't get. That's the thing. And I'm Absolutely. like, the worst somebody can say is no, thank you. And th- there'll be a reason. There'll be a legitimate reason. And it's not necessarily that they don't like what you're doing. I mean, some people, a lot of people who I'm like, really are you that you're that worried or insecure about coming on my podcast? you know yeah. people will say why are you asking me I've got nothing to say yeah. and I'm like kidding on like yeah. I know what you've done I know what you've achieved I know that you're passionate about something but it always amazes me when people are like are you sure you want to act like are you sure and I'm like Absolutely, hundred percent. So um, yeah, I think if you don't ask, you don't get. And those sometimes when I'm feeling a wee bit gallus, I'll just send that message. <laughs> I'm like, today's the day, send the message, and then you, wait to see if they've seen it. <laughs>
0: do you know all the, the like the western, southwestern Scottish people that are listening are like, yes. Like for me, every time I say fit like like the the northeast, <laughs> the Doric, I get loads of Doric folk going, oh, it's bra to hear that. It's brilliant to hear people saying that. <laughs> gallus just means like great, good, awesome. It's just a. Uh, what do they call it? A colloquialism. Is that what they call it?
1: Colloquialism, yeah, totally. Although yeah. Of I'm yeah. all about the Scots words. All about the Scots I, words. Get them in there. Get using them.
0: You had you had a, a young lassie, she's she was on Twitter. I don't do Twitter anymore, but she was on Twitter and she, she really was like trying to bring the Scots dialect back. Yes. What was her name? I forgot. Len her name.
1: Penny. Lynn Penny. Yeah. Yeah, it was Len's brilliant. fantastic. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's an amazing poet. She Aye. she's a, and just so articulate and she's so knowledgeable about the Scots language and just Aye. such a champion of it. Like she's still doing great stuff. Like I see I'm not on Twitter that I I I am on Twitter, but I'm not on it that often eh, to post it in. But when when I am i always share what she's doing because she's yeah. she's fab. She really is.
0: You started doing some poetry as well, haven't you?
1: Uh, (laughs) Well that's not a new thing But I think it's just a new thing That I've started posting Um, Yeah just a wee Artistic expression I guess It's not It wasn't meant to be anything Basically I've written poetry My whole life I think You know Mm -hmm. School and stuff And somebody asked me this The other day And I was like Oh I didn't realise How long I've been writing poetry but I remember winning a competition at school um, and to go to the Civic Centre to get a a certificate or whatever so I guess I've been doing it a while but it it started like maybe as an adult a while ago I started writing a poem at Hogmanay just got a wee bit like nostalgic and a wee bit kind of like thinking about the year ahead and stuff and um, it just became a wee bit of my own New Year's tradition to just on my phone, mm-hmm. um, and then just more recently I thought, oh, I'll just share some. So started sharing them just as you know written form, and then I've recorded a few just like on stories and stuff, and then. Um, yeah, like like I was saying, my opportunities like that—that's just on the on the brief page. And last year, I got invited to perform, well, to write and perform a poem at TEDx Cumberland Old Women, saw, which was yeah. like huge. Do you know what I mean? I was like, this is mental. And again, it's just a it's just a hobby. But uh, I think I ask people to come on the podcast, and quite often. They're really open and honest, and my I think my poetry makes me the most honest and open that I can be. So I think it's important to then, if you ask other people to be open and honest, then you should maybe put that out in the world as well. So that's kind of Absolutely. where the poetry, poetry's at. For yeah,
0: me. I, I find with, with podcasts, like excuse the language, but there's no bullshit with podcasts. You can't you can't hide behind anything. Like some some of my podcasts have gone three and a half almost four hours before and especially when you when you start bringing that into equation <laughs> and like some some of the chaps that have been on here there's a an ex-squaddy that lives in germany now sean he does motovlogging, vlogging same as me on on youtube and he can drink he can knock these these beers back so i i i got fairly lubricated chatting to him for like three hours or something yeah. <laughs> and um you know you, you can't the truth comes out doesn't it you mm-hmm. can't hide behind anything like you come out when you when you have a conversation with somebody like this, you totally. can't you can't hide anything. It's not like a five ten minute chat on on a radio station or something, no. is it? That's what I love about it.
1: Yeah, that long form conversation is really important, I think, um, mm. because the immediacy of social media. Uh, yeah. We're working a program to like just want an instant hit. You Aye. know, these reels and stuff are like thirty seconds, and you know we're just used to getting that dopamine hit. And I think the the art form of conversation and being able to just sit down with somebody Aye. and talk openly and and get to know somebody I mean I'll start having a conversation with somebody either on the internet or in person who I've never met before and by the end of it I, I feel like I really know them Aye. and of course I only know one side of them and you know you can't fully know a person but I've formed really lovely friendships with people mm-hmm. um, through doing the podcast and I think it's just taking that time to listen as well like I mean Aye. I know I'm doing a lot of leather and out. but I, I do think it's really important to listen and I've learned the most by just being quiet and just taking in what someone else is saying
0: Aye, totally I I found doing doing a podcast it's it's really it I, I feel like it's aided me like as a as a person but hmm. also as you said in your your sort of interpersonal skills although sometimes sometimes listening back to a couple of episodes when I'm editing this this sort of delay that you get on Zoom. You're like a lot of the time, I'll think someone's stopped, and you go to answer, ask a question, and then they carry on talking. And you're like, ah.
1: <laughs> I did that to you earlier on I interrupted you and then I was in my head I was like shush Lisa but I do I know exactly what you're talking about it's difficult yeah. and I'll say to a guest if we're doing it online I'll say like I'll probably nod a lot at you it was a really good advice um, I got from a guy Graham who runs up Next Studios in Glasgow um, he's done loads of filming for mm-hmm. TV and film and stuff and yeah, uh, yeah. he's an amazing person and he said to me I was interviewing him and he was like I'll give you one tip someone had told him it and um, you know, just nod, don't do that. uh uh constantly, which I find really difficult, because I'm like, that's all that's all that's do. I do, that's what I do <laughs> so hard, but it was like don't do that, because that's annoying, and it was like also, when you think someone's finished just wait, because they'll probably give you absolute gold in that oh. moment, where it's a wee bit like uncomfy and then they'll just want to fill the silence <laughs> so they'll say something, and it might just be like total gold and you're like boom like podcast gold
0: there right i've got to remember that because I, I like like the awkward silence thing I, i'm just like oh, there can't be any awkward silence but yep. you're right sometimes that really does help doesn't it right i'm gonna try that i'll probably be quiet for like but yeah it's
1: it just a, i mean I, I, th- I feel as if I say that That sentence like This one time in a podcast Like <laughs> I feel as if they, All I say is That I start saying of So and so that was on my podcast Like people must be like Alright we know you've got a podcast But <laughs> <laughs> Like you say It's totally Like Enriched my life
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't well, I'm gutted that I didn't start it earlier, do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I've just met so many awesome people and it's lovely to follow them on social media and, and know what they're up to, you know, three years on. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some people I, I spoke to in 2019, you know, we're now through a pandemic and it's uh, people have changed careers, people have moved away, people have had families, like they've done awesome things in that time. I'm still here in this cupboard mm-hmm. doing a podcast. but <laughs> well, Everybody else is doing amazing. Uh, but it has afforded me like amazing opportunities, um, and I've learned loads. And I'm just really grateful for the you know what it's what it's afforded me, you know. Mm. Um, and things are kind of moving on with the podcast now, so I'm getting more opportunities. Like I'm, I did um, two live in front of an audience.
0: Yeah.
1: Episode. Well, actually, we didn't record them, so it was the broad brief in conversation with. But you know, we didn't record the two of them, but. That was an experience in itself, you know, to have a live audience, particularly yeah. after a pandemic. You know, it was amazing just to have people in a room. Um, and I think I'm going to do another three this year, going into right. next year. So that's cool. Because, I mean, I'm a big fan of Stacey Dooley, the documentarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to see her before the pandemic, talking about her latest book and they had footage of some of the documentaries she sh- she'd made. And I was like, that'd be cool, like to do the broad, brave with an audience. So I guess thoughts become things and it, it eventually can happen. So I think I'd like to do more of that because it's in that thing. It's in person. You can't beat it. Mm.
0: Thoughts become things. I love that. Uh. <laughs> that's really true though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's something thing. My mom my totally dad There
0: uh, 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 we no, no, go. No, carry go
1: on. on. No, 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 no. It was, no, it's, it's, it's just a kind of mantra in our family. Yeah.
0: I love that. I, I had um, I had a chap called Lyndon Poskett on here. Who's he's quite a famous uh, biker. He's he's done like the Dakar Rally a couple of times. He's he's a great guy. Been around the world, done all sorts. And and his thing is when I had him on the podcast, he was like. The universe listens to you. He's like, he's not, he's not sitting there giving it bong, bong, all this sort of stuff. You know, he's he's like, the universe listens. And if you're negative, then you're just going to be surrounded by negativity. He so said, You've got to be positive. You've got to put it out there so that you're accountable to people. Or I will do this. He says, <laughs> you, You've got to think about these things, because you can't just put it out there if you've got no intention of doing it. So I'm going to do this, and you've got to be positive about everything. And he said, it'll happen. Just work at it, and it'll happen. And he's he's right. He's totally right.
1: Well, what's the alternative mm. to just be like, this is never going to happen, and I'm just going to wallow in that? You know, and yeah. I, I guess, you know, coming from a really privileged position, so I have, you know, all my basic needs are met. I have enough over my head. You know, I'm safe. Um, so it's gratitude for what you have and Mm -hmm. the opportunities you know but also I think it is about trying to make your own opportunities and I think I've just learned that through being freelance you know when I got made redundant from the the job that I had at the Dance Trust they lost their funding as a lot of places do in in the arts at the time and they had to close and it was like what am I doing now you know I'd worked for them for six years I'd be you know I was freelancing in the evenings and stuff but I was used to working for that dance company and knowing what I'm doing every day. And then it was like, what am I going to do now? And I just had to figure it out. And I decided to go freelance full time and it was scary. And sometimes it still is, especially through a pandemic, Mm. Um, you know, but I think being freelance, you just have to make stuff happen. And, you know, if you do a good job, like I said earlier on, people tend to be really kind and great and, and ask you back to do things, you know, if you've done a good job. And so I think, yeah, just, um, Putting good stuff out the world, trying to be positive, try, showing your gratitude for the good things that you've got in life, and um, yeah, hopefully it all works out.
0: Absolutely, yeah, I, I I totally agree. It's it's a glass half full, glass half um, half empty thing, isn't it? And we, we all know people on either side of that for sure. And I I think I definitely used to be a half a half. Uh, which one was it? The negative one? Is that half empty? Half empty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, really? I, I, I can't imagine
1: that you, Bruce. I, like I don't you know. like in my, head,
0: in my head. I've got that. I think. I think in my old job, in the old bill, I think I. I got very, very insular, um, and I wasn't. I wasn't very keen to mix with anybody outside of my circle of friends and people that I worked with because, I think, just in my old line of work. You know, it, you're very. It's not like the TV. People don't come running up to you, going, "Oh, thank God, you're here." That that, mm. that just doesn't happen. They come running up to you, shouting and screaming, or they're trying to stab you. They're trying to shoot you. There's all sorts going on. It's generally horrible when you get called to something. It's just, yeah, it, it, you you become very defensive. I think well, you do. Everybody mm. I know is like that. You do become like that, and you become very skeptical and you don't believe anybody. And then for me to get out of that world and go traveling so it's totally the opposite of that world where you have to be very open you have to rely on total strangers you've got to trust total strangers mm-hmm. and it, it just totally changed my outlook on life it was the best thing i ever did and it i, I feel like it really changed me as a person but like, my wife doesn't think that she was like no, uh-huh. you you seem to me you just seem the same but I'm inside i feel totally different I don't, I don't, yeah, I guess maybe
1: you become a chameleon in the environment mm, that you're in, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like you you can kind of mould yourself to fit at points mm-hmm. in your life, you know, um, and we grow as well we, and we change and we evolve, I guess, but you've obviously always been the kind of person that has the capacity to trust and be open and like cause some of the stories you told me that you know when you were at my house and, and you were talking about your traveling and mm. you know you were saying like I just pulled up in this petrol station and somebody was like, Where are you sleeping? You were like, I'm sleeping in this tent and they were like, No, 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 you have to follow me. And you yeah. were like, I just followed yeah. them and I'm like, What that's mental. Like <laughs> I, I mean, as much as I, I'm a trusting person, like I, you know, my mom and dad will definitely say that they brought us up to like my dad my dad's favorite phrase is trust nobody. <laughs> and my dad's such like a warm, open person. But you know, when it comes to these two girls, it's like trust Nobody can I think so. When you were telling me all that, I was like, "Oh, my mum and dad would have a fit if I
0: was like following somebody." My dad, my dad. If my dad ever hears any stories from from the the world trip, he still just sits there looking at me like, "You're a dafty. What, what you did? What? Why did you exactly what you just said?" But um, and and if I hear now, I'm back and I'm back into my old way, almost way of life. When I hear other people, like youngsters that have come on the podcast and they've just got back from travelling, or you know, people that have just come back from traveling and they tell these stories part of my head is like danger danger you know but then <laughs> i know exactly what it's like on the road it's it's great people are great people are great and occasionally people they're are not great. and they're the ones that make the news sadly but most people are great they're 100 100 time for a quick shout out to this week's sponsors who are Inov. Now, Inov specialise in motorcycle dash cam systems. You'll probably see in the vids on uh, my channel. They've got the single camera, the C5. They've got dual camera, which are the K series, the K3 and the K5. K3 is 1080. K5 is 4K front, 1080 rear. Both uh, the K3 and K5 have an external mic, which you can even wire up into your helmet and vlog with if you want. Uh, if you look at my California Superbike School Day vids, the audio the onboard audio is all via the inov k5 system they've also got uh, gps tracking they've got an external remote so you can lock footage as you go they'll do that automatically anyway should they detect any sudden movement they've got parking modes on them so when that's activated even when your bike is left unattended and switched off say a bike calf or park up in a town or something like that if the bike moves at all then it'll automatically kick in and it'll start recording. So hopefully you'll get that car that hits your bike or or anyone that does anything to your bike. As long as they're in front of those cameras, you'll capture them. Great system, folks. Um, invaluable in terms of any accidents for insurance, because the first thing your insurance is going to ask is, is there CCTV or witnesses? And if you have one of these Inov systems fitted, then you're covered. Providing you're in the right, you're totally covered. Well worth getting, folks. Head to uh, the link down below. I've got the Inov UK website link down below. So if you're listening to the show notes, check that out. If you're watching the vid, have a look in the description. It is a referral link that just lets Inov know you've come from me, which helps me massively in terms of the sponsorship. It shows them they're getting bang for their buck. If you use the code teapot, T-E-A-P-O-T, then you'll get, uh, I think it's 5% off any of the Inov cameras. And if you use the link to the Techologic website, they are the one that do like the DC-1 and XV-1 helmet cameras. If you use the code TEAPOT, you'll get 5% off them as well. So a huge thank you to Innov for all their support. We are also sponsored by Ultimate Add-Ons. Ultimate Add-Ons, they specialize in uh, mobile phone and action camera mounting solutions for bikes, for push bikes, that sort of stuff. They provide dust-proof, uh, drop-proof, really rugged Cases for your phones, as well as a multitude of different mounting solutions for those phone cases and action cameras, things like GoPros, DJIs, all that sort of stuff. Insta three sixties, great bits of kit, folks. Folk. the great bits of kit, folks. Even when your phone is inside one of these cases, uh, you can still use the phone. You can still use the cameras, obviously, as long as you keep the lens and everything clean. Great things, folks. I have never had any issues with vibration affecting my phone's camera. When I use the Ultimate Add-On Systems, I use the Helix strap mount. It's basically like a ratchet strap, really easy to fit. I can fit it to almost any bike I've ever taken out for a review. Great bits of kit. If you head to ultimateaddons.com and if you use the code teapot110, so teapot1 with the number 10 at the end, then you will get 10% off their range massive thanks to ultimate adults so let's let's rewind a wee bit then okay. um, uh, the arts how how did you get into the arts then yeah. how did that all happen
1: um dancing when i was wee i went to a local dance school i idolized my dance teacher i still think she's just the most amazing person she doesn't even i don't even think she teaches teaches dance anymore it's funny like I totally equate her totally random thing that I have to tell you I equate her with Shania Twain <laughs> right. like she kind of looks like Shania Twain uh, you know <laughs> that glamorous just effortless talent that she's Shania Twain in my head because that new documentary that's on Netflix I was what? Uh, oh you need to watch it the Shania <laughs> right. Twain documentary it's very good I have to, I highly recommend well and, uh,
0: <laughs> I might have to I might have to have a little look at that then. you
1: might have to <laughs> well so my dance teacher and Shania Twain are one and the same person in my head um, so yeah just loved my dance teacher loved dancing seemed to have a kind of natural ability for it but didn't think it was something I could do professionally Didn't, didn't really just think about it really um always singing always dancing play guitar my dad plays guitar so lots of music in our house um yeah and then went to uni to do an English degree um but started dancing professionally so I was a pro cheerleader Mm-hmm. for four years um, with the Scottish Rockets, So uh, we danced for the Rocks basketball team as well oh, okay. as other, kind of, we did some rugby and uh, stuff at Murrayfield and Hamden and and had loads of opportunity, amazing opportunities. So I went to, to um, pro dance conventions, one in LA and one in Miami, which is basically where all the NBA, NFL squads go to, right. to learn all the routines for the year. So there was me sandwiched in a dance class with a, you know, a Miami dolphin cheerleader and like, you know, a Laker girl so, next to me. Sounds like
0: hell, Lisa. Sounds uh, well, like was,
1: hell. at the time <laughs> it felt like it because I was like, why am I how did I get here? That's Lassie <laughs> for hell. Um, but it was amazing because you know, you just up your game and and I learned so much in those experiences. So yeah, performing all over, awesome experiences, meeting loads of new people. Um, and just the the you know the career kind of expanded from there kind of thing mm. and just decided to pursue it further. And, um, yeah. And then went not, not actually that long went into choreography, which obviously not all dancers want to do. Um, but for me, i I'd quite happy to, I mean, I love performing and still have been performing up until the pandemic, but, um, I love coming up with concepts for, for choreography and, and seeing other people thrive and, you know, and I love teaching. So I, I teach, young people right up to people in their 80s at times. Mm. Um, I don't have my own dance school or anything. It's not something that I wanted to pursue. I did kind of tap into it when I was younger, but I tend to work mostly in theatre and community kind of projects Mm. and stuff, in schools as well. I've done a lot of education projects. Um, So, yeah, I've I've been dancing my whole adult life kind of professionally uh, and teaching since I was about 19, I
0: think. So, I mean, what happened during... Uh, covid and that then through the pandemic with lockdown what Nada. everything just stopped Everything. Yeah,
1: pretty oh. much and yeah and I wasn't I wasn't keen to teach online and I don't mm-hmm. have I didn't have a, a ready-made dance class audience kind of thing Aye. you know my, my thing is project based so I'll come in and do a show and mm-hmm. then I'll be like bye you know it, so there wasn't an audience there for me to teach online and it just wasn't something that I was kind of keen to do um not that there was loads of opportunities for that anyway you know um but I, I thrived in the sense that people again are are so kind and I, I did lots of different kind of jobs so I did some assistant stuff like for arts projects online mm-hmm. um I actually taught some podcasts and workshops for young people and oh, adults wow. which was so cool again I did that thing where I was like I don't know anything about that I'm not an expert I am not a guru. And they were like, you don't need to be like, you've made a podcast, you kind of know stuff. And I was like, (laughs) fair enough. Um, so yeah, some young people um who'd been part of a kind of theater um programme, they made a really cool podcast episode just talking about their experiences and how they'd come together and how they'd adapted in the the pandemic. And that was that was really cool. Um, so I got loads of kind of great opportunities that I didn't expect, but it was tough because I wasn't working as much, nowhere near as much as I would have been Mm. in real life, you know. Um, I did a hand-washing choreography for the NHS, which was really cool. So there was lots of, this is how you wash your hands, in a very interesting (laughs) way, Um, which was an amazing project. I was like, who knew I was going to be doing this? So we had some young people learning how to wash their hands correctly. Um, But yeah, it was tough, but I'm not going to complain because I, I was in a much comfier position than a lot of people in my <clears throat> in my kind of world, my peers and stuff. So oh. I will not complain. It was tough. I think just like for everybody mentally, um, someone who's used to working a lot, um, I like being busy. Um, you know, I don't really. <laughs> Money's not my thing. Like, name' knows me. I'm like, ah, oh, la la la. Don't like talking about money. Uh, I just like my job, and it was just really tough not to do my job mm-hmm. um, and not to see my not to work with my pals. You know, I've got Aye. a dance troupe, um, the Kennedy Cupcakes. We rehearsed every week for like, th- you know, eleven years every mm-hmm. Thursday. Up to that point, point. and then I wasn't seeing the girls every week, and so it was tough. But yeah, I didn't have it difficult compared to. <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of other people, so but yeah, I'm glad to be back in rooms with actual humans now.
0: Now, this is topical, <clears throat> and and I appreciate people have been affected horrifically by by uh, lockdown and a pandemic, and my heart goes out to anybody that has been, but for a lot of people it's it's not brought positives, but it's made them sort of retrospectively look at their life, and I'm and, um, I'm one my my wife is definitely feels like this just about everybody we know has said the same thing it's sort mm-hmm. of made people reevaluate where they were in life particularly with work you know there's a lot yeah. of people who who were either doing a job and suddenly realised, you know, what, that job did nothing for me, really, mm-hmm. and I've survived for two years doing another job. Okay, it opens up. Or people who were commuting, certainly into London, and now yes. they're one day, two days a week, they only need to be in. The rest of the time they can work from home. Mm-hmm. And it's like people have, are sort of finding their feet with a new balance in their life. Of course. Have you found that yourself? Or now is it a case of straight back, now it's all open, let's get back and get crack at, crack at it? Ah, yeah,
1: well, you bet. I mean, like, the, just leading up to like last week so I was on holiday last week which was which was lovely I got to go abroad and I I hadn't been on holiday um since 2019 so it was nice to because I kind of have to be physically removed from the place to not work you know I'm one of these people like checking the emails and you know if I was to if I was basically to take a week off here it would I'd still be like making stuff up in my head and you know and sometimes obviously like editing the podcast, although it's not a job, like it's just more working and not just chilling. So it was lovely to go abroad. But I think up until that point, I've had a really like busy year so far. Um, and it was it was starting to look like it used to, but it was like non-stop and mm-hmm. here there, and everywhere and like oh I need to run here and like Tupperware hurls of bottles of water in my car and Tupperware <laughs> dishes and like feeling like I was living out my car. And I, I mean I think if I was honest, like I do I do thrive on that I I find it difficult to not be busy Um, I like a project so you know if I was off I'd just be decorating or crafting or something writing a song or do you know what I mean like I find it difficult just to sit at peace (laughs) Um, but I think like to answer your question yeah it does make you I think it's just that gratitude thing like just because sometimes you can get so busy you're like I'm so busy and you're like don't you complain because I I was like I'll never complain we've been busy again (laughs) Um, so I think it's that gratitude of like when the work did come in and I was allowed to be with other humans and make art and you know and have a nice time and people learn stuff and I'm learning from other people like I was like oh this is like I will never take this for granted again mm -hmm. because it felt like it was never going to come back at one point um, I went to see a production at the King's Theatre yesterday of uh, Footless and it was just pure joy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just a fun musical and the audience were loving it. Some people not behaving in a theatre though but anyway we'll swipe that like, stop talking
0: oh so annoying.
1: <laughs> so annoying um but everybody was loving it and the cast were loving it because <laughs> we, we were like they're never going to leave the stage we were just like one more song like yeah, yeah. And, he, and I was and, and Darren Day the performer you remember Darren Day uh-huh. he yeah, was yeah. he was in it and he, he at the end he actually said like this is amazing to stand here yeah. and see all of you and and you know, not people not having to having to wear masks. You know, um, yeah. if they don't want to, it was like it's just lovely to be able to look out to an audience. And I'm like, yeah, it's nice to be an audience for sure.
0: Absolutely. My my wife and I went and saw when when it all opened up again. Oh, in fact, I think it was when it opened up and then it shut down again. So right. it's one of the times when it was opened up after a long period of everything being shut. We we managed to get some tickets for Hamilton. You I'm know the show. It. Oh, it's fantastic. It's amazing.
1: So Oh my God, I am so excited! I'm going. So it's my fortieth, right. In about four weeks, so mm-hmm. I'm coming. I'm going down the weekend of like the first weekend in September, and we're uh-huh. going to see it. And did you know that the new Hamilton is Scottish? No. The guy no, that's playing Hamilton, I he's he just moved into actually. the role, he's okay. just literally moved into the role. So he's a Scot. He's a Scot. So I'm hoping. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm going to try and get him on the podcast. But yeah, oh, that's um, so, amazing. I'm um, chuffed that you liked it because I mean, I, I'm a big fan. Like I've I've not seen it in person. I've seen it online and. Um, but I'm
0: dead excited. I, I knew, I, I'm a total ignoramus. I I knew nothing, total Luddite. I knew nothing about Hamilton, but I'd seen mm. all the the blurb about it. You know, my, my yes. wife's right into the theatre and she was like, I'd really love to go and see it. Would you come? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course I will. Just Everyone keeps going on about it. Yeah, I'll go. I, I, I like the odd show. So I went to see it and because I didn't know anything about it, I didn't know mm. what to expect. For starters, it's pretty much all sort of... um uh Uh, God, what's the correct term? Like visibly ethnic. It's all pretty much non-white cast, isn't it? Which in itself in the theatre was a bit, oh, wow, what's this all about? And then they started rapping and there's a mixture of like the modern music with the historical side of it. And I was like, I felt like I really got into it. Like yeah. following the whole, so trying clever. to listen to the songs and follow along with the plot and see what was going on. But you could tell the whole point that brought me to that was that the cast on the stage, you could see that they were just so chuffed and happy to be back and performing. Yeah. And there's obviously, you know what the theater like, there's always people that like theater groupies. There's people that go, all the time don't they yes. they almost know yes. all the cast by name yes. and um, everybody just seemed so happy to be back in the theatre and it was just, it was just a great vibe it was lovely really really good
1: oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it that's brilliant yeah. yeah no I'm super excited for it um, yeah I mean there's just nothing for me nothing beats like live entertainment mm-hmm. you know even when I was on holiday there there was a like a uh, you know, remember the, the band, the Gypsy Kings. Ah, yeah, yeah. There was a kind of tribute type band, the, all Spanish guys, and you know, all playing instruments. The voices were amazing. I was like, I've missed like just gigs, like going Aye. to see live music. You know, um, and I've been totally embracing because I think working in the arts, you quite often see the stuff you're working on but I rarely go to see other stuff I'm just like oh, I'm too busy and but now I'm like I'm going to see like the opening of an envelope but I'm there <laughs> so you know and I, I'm, I'm very lucky to know some really talented people who are in things um, so I'm like I'm coming to see it I'm coming to see it. so I'm going to the fringe on Wednesday All to right. see some stuff and I'm, I'm going to go through again with my mum because we need to support like live theatre so it just won't exist like you uh, need absolutely. to go and be there bums on seats
0: and it's almost like you. <clears throat> I, I certainly. I don't think I appreciated um, what the arts actually do for for everybody. Really, mm-hmm. to me, it was yep. like I didn't consider myself much of a like an arty type person. You know, I, I, I go to the odd show, but you know, you get arty people, and you know, that's that. It's, they do their thing. I didn't really think it had much of an effect on me, but it, you can see it really does because when the world shuts down and you don't have all that stuff going on. So it just the first feels thing like a, you look for? it's an empty place, isn't it? It's like, oh, you 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 all of a sudden realize what you miss. Yeah. That's normally well, it's going on. TV,
1: film, music, it's all art. Do you know what I mean, that's the first mm-hmm. thing we were gravitating towards like Netflix, you know, when Aye. it was the pandemic, everybody was like, you know, an online concerts and stuff and um, Yeah, and art art is for everybody and everyone has the capacity to be artistic and creative. Mm. I mean, I meet a lot of people working in community, you know, theatre and and community arts. I meet a lot of people like, oh, I'm not not into the dancing, I don't do the dancing. And I'm like, all right, okay, like, we'll we'll just have a go. Like, we'll just have (laughs) a go. Like, it's just moving. You know, even in school, sometimes I'll say... um, so we're going to let it dance today and you know some of the kids and I'm like it's not really a dance it's not actually it's just moving it's you know I'm like do you play football and they're like aye and I'm like it's just like that like it's just moving your legs (laughs) you know so you've just got to like slightly sell it differently but I genuinely do believe that everybody's got a capacity to be creative and artistic and it's just I'm dead lucky that I've been afforded the opportunity to to do it, you know, my Bye. parents and my family have been super supportive, and they're like, all oh, my hair-brained ideas, all the stuff that I've come up with and made, and people have just been like, "Aye, go for it, do it, try it." Some people don't get that cheerleader, you know, mm. so I'm very aware that if I can be somebody else's cheerleader, I'll I'm there 100. percent You know, many people yeah. have said to me like about starting a podcast. I'm like, do it, make a Bye. podcast. Like, I'll do a Zoom with you, like we half hour. I'll let you know how I do it. We'll figure it out. I'm like, just make something because you'll be so proud you'll have a lovely time doing it doesn't matter if MDL sees it or as long as you enjoy doing it do you know I mean and I think it's just um having the time to tap into that and I know obviously going to the theatre is an expensive hobby and not everybody's able to do that do you know I mean so I think that's why like community theatre and community Mm -hmm. arts are dead important like we need to support them as well because that's your gateway into it right
0: and it's it's also um sometimes it's the only contact people get with other people is to go along to their local theater or whatever it is a coffee uh-huh. or anything that, yeah some people just don't have they don't have a circle of friends do they they don't have family they don't socialize so it's I've I've seen people maybe not so much my dad's a bit of a loner I've got to say my dad is a bit of a loner and I think if we we moved him back up to be in the same village as my brother. So he used to live down in the south coast of England. Okay. And um, we we moved him back up there because we were like, you know, he's 81 now. And it's like, he, if you don't push him, he would never socialise with people. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't go and meet anybody. And he'd say himself, I'm I'm perfectly happy. I'm perfectly happy. Don't worry about me. But he can't be. You know, mm. he, he never, he never, he would never say that he was unhappy, but he must have been. Because now, now he's up there, like three minutes around the corner from my brother's house. So my brother yeah. can go and sit. They don't they don't flood him by any stretch of no, imagination, no. you know. But you know, once or twice a week he'll pop round, he'll have a Sunday dinner with, with my brother and his family. Or, mm, and and nice. uh, there's other friends of their family that he's now like older people who he's now friends with. So he, he started to socialise a little bit. And you can see he's underneath the, the sort of scowl, he's quite <laughs> happy now. You can see that. Well
1: it's nice to have the option, isn't it? Jimmy, mean, like you say it's not being in somebody somebody's pocket, but it's just nice to have the option. I mean, I'm not great on my own. <laughs> like, I do like company. <laughs> like, uh, although I think during the pandemic, I just had to learn to, like, be all right with my own company and, and just sit still for a while. But, um, it, you know, and I think it is important to obviously be comfortable in your own company and your own skin and, and just your own thoughts. But, yeah, for my opinion, like, I just thrive on interactions with other people whether it be friends or strangers kind of thing. And I think with my job as well, I have to be the most confident person in the room a lot of the time, even when I'm not, you know, you walk into a room and you're like, lots of people here are like, they maybe didn't choose to be there, you know, or they didn't choose this activity for whatever reason they might. be there because they they were wanting to sing but now they're being asked to dance and act at the same time Um, or you know it's young people and they're like that we were just told to be here so I have to be the person that G's you up that makes you feel that you can do this Yes. Um, and I don't know MD and this is a new space I've never been in this room before and I don't know MD but I've got to be that person Um, but I've just seen the joy of Interactions and what they can bring. I mean, I'm part of a, a choreographer an amateur club in Airdrie and Cote Bridge. They put on productions every year, like full scale productions, like proper professional production size. Um, and I started with them really early on in my kind of choreography career. And they're like a family. Yeah. You know, these people come along teachers, police officers, people working coffee shops, all walks of life, all ages. And it's like a proper family to them and they put on productions together. And for that couple of hours, the the rest of the world goes away Mm -hmm. and they're in Annie Get Your Gun or Rock of Ages or whatever show we're doing. Do you know what I mean? And and they become somebody else and they have loads of fun and they can play. I think adults don't play enough. Like (laughs) I've just not stopped playing at shops. Like I started playing (laughs) at shops when I was wee and I've just not stopped.
0: (laughs) Me again, folks, just another shout out for this week's sponsors who are the Influencer Store. The Influencer Store helps you build your brand, big or small, providing you with a solution and apparel. We help you to increase your fan base while supporting you with starting your own influencer clothing line with nothing more than just an idea or design, and there are no hidden costs. For more info, come check us out at theinfluencerstore.co.uk or drop us an email at online at influencerstore.co.uk for more information. And now if you've got any of my merch over at teapot1.com, all of that is handed by Roger and Charlotte over at the Influencer Store. It's really good quality. It's British made. That's why I've gone with them. So a huge thanks to the influencer store. Lastly, folks, this is just one from me. It's a massive shout out to each and every one of you who's listened to the podcast, each and every one of you that watches the vids, both here and across on the main Teapot One channel. Thank you very much for all your support. Thank you very much for engaging in the comments, uh, liking and sharing social media stuff, liking and sharing the vids. Sharing vids is a huge thing. Really is. You've got no idea how much that helps. You bump you up in the algorithm. So if you enjoy what you watch, what you listen to, share it amongst all your mates. And thank you very much. For all those of you over in the clan on Patreon, not much I can say except, you know, a heartfelt thank you. You folks go that extra mile, and I really do appreciate it. I couldn't do this without your support. If you fancy checking that out, head to patreon.com forward slash teapot1. Okay, then. Let's get back to the chat.
1: Um, play it, Shops.
0: <laughs> play, play it, Shops. I, I think you're totally right there. Um, I, I, I caught on something that you said right at the start about how you you need company or you need to be active. You need stuff going on around about you. And I was hmm. thinking to myself, do you know, I I, I like that, but I also, I'm I think I've got a bit of my dad in me, and I'm perfectly happy to just be. But obviously, I, I I did my trip solo, and yes. so I'm I'm perfectly happy in my own space. And sometimes my wife will tell you, I'm just like. Just leave me. I just I just want to be my on thing. my own for a bit. Um yeah, that's and I found-
1: healthy. I don't I wasn't saying that I was the right <laughs> way to do things. <laughs> that's, that's that's that sounds really healthy. I think you've got it down yet. <laughs> well the thing
0: is like in my, my work, my day-to-day working life, uh, that this is my world most of the time, this little mm. office here. And I'm I'm generally the lights aren't on, so I'm in the dark and I'm sat and I'm editing 12, <laughs> 15 hours a day, just boom, edit away. But then I have the flip side of that where, you know, through through my community that follow Teapot, I, I can go and meet people and we can go away and, you know, for yes. weekends away, or I'll do a ride out and meet somebody for a, a you know, a cup of tea somewhere and have hmm. a chat. So you, you get the whole social side of it. So it's almost like I get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Really. And you but know, you've
1: curated that. It's amazing Aye. what you've, you've, you've literally made that happen. That's you know, you had this other world mm-hmm. that you're a part of, this other career, and and you've went after something that you're passionate about, and you've made that your life. And mm-hmm. it is, I mean, it's so inspiring, it's it's amazing what you've well, been able to achieve.
0: You've done exactly the same, you know. You you you're doing exactly the same with your just, life, aren't you?
1: Just playing at shops, Bruce. Just playing at <laughs> shops. Just playing at <laughs>
0: <laughs> shops. But you know, like I I get people, I do have people saying, "Oh, well, we can't all do it, something that we love," and I. have I kind of, I don't say it to people, but I should, I should turn around to them and go, well, why don't you, you know, it's, this isn't, e- it's not easy, is it? It's not yeah. easy to, yeah. to do what you want to do. You just, you have to make a conscious decision to, to go for it, identify what it is that you want, make a plan, how you can attain that and then work at it. Just keep going. Because if you don't, yeah, you're never going to get it. But
1: it's like anything else. There's like sacrifices. Do you know what I mean, mm. there's stuff that you decide isn't as important mm-hmm. because that's the, that's your you, that's your goal, and and that's a choice that you make. You know, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, I have friends who are totally not in the arts, are not self-employed, yeah, um, and they very much like you know appreciate what I do. And but you know, I've heard people say to me like, "Oh, I couldn't do what you do. I couldn't not know what I'm doing from week to week or month to I, month." and and I'm like, I like. I actually can't now imagine working for a company full time, although yeah. I work for lots of amazing companies. You know, I'm dead lucky and um, I have a part time position with an amazing organisation, um, Creative Entrepreneurs Club, who do amazing things for entrepreneurs. Um, but I like the, I just like the freedom of yeah. being freelance and not that I, I think I would get bored as such, but um I think it's just because you're coming up with new ideas all the time and and just... um, And a lot, you know, I do collate people. I kind of bring them with me and if I can pass on work to people. So just to keep those connections going... You know, I'm like, I'll just be a pal, like, I'll still be here <laughs> <laughs> once the job's finished. I'm, I'm not good at things ending, that's the only thing. Like, I've not been since I was a kid. Mom said, I oh, used to really get upset when things finished. You like, don't
0: like goodbyes?
1: No, like, see family weddings and all that. I used to cry and all that, I'd get really <laughs> upset. Like, dancing shows, every dancing show every year. I was like, distraught. Mom's like, you're, You'll have another show next year, like, you're going back to dancing next week. I don't like things ending, I'm not great at that.
0: Um, yeah, you you have you've built a really nice little network up, haven't you? Because you do these periodical sort of meetups on on Zoom with lots of different people that have been on your podcast. I've, I've done one or two of them, and it's a it's a fantastic networking tool, isn't it? Because as you said, you meet people from lots of different sectors in life, uh, both in a business sense and in a social sense. It's it's a really nice little sort of. I'm going to say, it, I'll, I'll be corny. Nice little family that you, you're you growing up there. No, that's
1: not corny. And thank you for saying that. Um, I will admit I haven't done them this year. So mm. that was something that I was doing. I'd kind of started during the pandemic. Again, I just kept talking to people, you know, and I felt like I was being quite like selfish by keeping them to myself. Because <sighs> I was like, I just spoke to Bruce smart He's amazing. You <laughs> should totally know this. Bit. Do you, how, do you, how do you not know this? Bit? Do you know what I mean, so I, I felt as if, or, or people on the podcast didn't know each other. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you know so-and-so because you worked on that or blah, 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 You know, and and not all arts related, do you know what I mean? But people would know each other. Or, or, and I'm like, you should meet so-and-so. So it kind of came out of, like, the pandemic, obviously. Um, and also just that I think the youth should all meet. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the dream is to actually have a brave meet-up in real life you yeah. know I can see it now like I've got the room there's like live music from all the amazing musicians that I've had like I, I, that's the dream I'd love to run like a Braw brave event kind of thing and have live talks festival. and stuff um,
0: a festival
1: aye a Brawbrave festival you then you would get a badge saying I'm a bra bag. <laughs> bro bag. And all. It's in the planning. Um. But yeah, I, I, again, I think just it kind of dwindled a wee bit in terms of numbers, although it was never about how many people came. I mean, sometimes mm. it was just a couple of times it was just me and the, um a lovely man, Alistair uh, Hutton, who was the voice of the Edinburgh Tattoo.
0: Yes, yes, yeah. He was on the one I did, I think, or at least one of the ones I've done, yeah.
1: Alistair is just an absolute dream, and he is a man that has done many incredible things in his life. Iconic Um, voice. Oh, I mean, he's just, I'm like, he could just say anything. Yeah. He's written children's books, he's travelled the world, um, yeah, he was a paratrooper, like, he's done amazing things and he's the kindest person he's lovely And um, but sometimes it was just me and alistair and yeah. it was lovely so it was never about how many people i could get in the zoom room but um i think just because the pandemic obviously was wavering and people were going back to work and and people were sick of being online you know they just went turning up as as often kind of thing month to month and then i just got busy with work so Aye. but it is something recently that i thought oh, it'd be nice to do just a one-off and see who would mm-hmm. pop who in kind on? of thing yeah, yeah, could yeah. you just say uh, it's nice to catch up with people and see what, what they're up to because you only get the highlights reel obviously on social media kind of thing you um, only
0: get the best bits normally don't you
1: so, so I, I would like to do a kind of in person thing I did kind of hope that I would kind of be able to manage it this year but um, yeah maybe next year it's one for next uh- year
0: Right, I've just seen the time. That's nearly an hour we've been oh, blathering for. I know, um, I'm We've got a couple of questions over on uh, over on Patreon. Have you got time to do a couple of questions? Of course do I do, yeah, yeah right, absolutely. Lovely. I'm just
1: opening this door because it's like hotter
0: than the sun in here. Oh, this, this <laughs> office is
1: so hot. I know. When it <laughs> My was... laptop's going to overheat. <laughs>
0: Well, do you remember when it was? Um, it hit 40 degrees down here or 41 it hit down here? I did a podcast that night and I had to have the window open and I've got a little fan on there as well, which is normally really quiet so you don't get the hum. Yes. I, had, I had that blaring Ever. with the lights on as well, with these studio lights. I think it, it said something like 48 on the thermometer. I like... It was insane. What's I'm on I'm it? I'm my camera gave up halfway through. The, the, the GoPro really? just overheated. Die and I, had to, I had to use like the, the crappy desk webcam thing that I had.
1: <laughs> Malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, yeah, yeah. Oh. See these great lengths you go to, to do a podcast, I tell you.
0: Suffer, <laughs> suffer for our art, suffer
1: don't
0: we? <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll pop across to the clan over on Patreon. So it's patreon.com forward slash pot one First one, Lee Vigar. How you doing, Lee? Hope you're both well. A question for both. Who's the best guest you have ever had and why? Oh, I don't pre-read <laughs> these questions, I swear. Um, ooh. It's up to you if you want to answer that or not. It's a difficult one.
1: It is a difficult one. I think a lot of people have asked me that over the years, <laughs> over the last three years. Um, everybody has brought something totally unique and, and something that has always surprised me, even yeah. when I thought, I know how this is going to go. Nah, every time. Including yourself, you know, but I guess one that stands out, so I'll turn it on, I'm I'm being a bit like doing that thing that they do in the telly, like squirming around the question. So I don't have a, I genuinely don't have a favourite, but um, one that sticks out because other people have said that was great was the one that I did with my dad. Oh, wow. Because that was, well, first of all, I don't think he was really up for it but because he's my dad he said yes (laughs) and then I could just see like the dread Um, but five minutes into it he was quite relaxed you know he really enjoyed it we had a lovely chat I've had loads of nice feedback about it and when we stopped recording it was maybe only about I don't know half an hour 40 minutes and he was like is that it? Uh, (laughs) he was quite happy to blether on so um, a lot of people have said oh I really enjoyed that one with your dad and I'm glad we did it I'm really chuffed that we, we managed to do it so so, yeah,
0: I'll see the one with my dad. Do you know, I, I did what a podcast with my wife. And oh, it was I her, need to
1: listen. oh, I need to listen to that one. I've it was her
0: idea. One. It was just coming up. Um, I think it was in between Christmas and New Year. And um, I didn't have anyone lined up because I was just going to take a break over Christmas New Year with a mm-hmm. podcast. And she was like, who's on your podcast this week? I said, oh, nobody, I'm taking a break. And she said, why don't I come on it? And I was like she's quite she's she's quite private about like her her own life mm-hmm. you know really yeah, yeah. with with people she doesn't know so i was like really you'd come on so she came on and it, time, it, was, it was great we had a we had a great time because people like my format people can leave questions and yes. and obviously people people get a bit brave in questions don't they mm. so and you know they like to watch you squirm so some <laughs> of the questions were quite quite probing and um it was nice to sit there. I, I learned things about my wife that I didn't really know. To be honest, so it was it was Love like couples that. therapy. Yes, <laughs> good on it. That's
1: brilliant. I'll need to listen to that one. I'll let you dig back through for that
0: one. I can't. remember. I think it was was it last Christmas or maybe the Christmas before. I Can't remember which one it was. But yeah, it's a it's cool. there. It's there for you to see. Wow, oh,
1: that's
0: nice. Nice one, Lee. Cheers for that. Yes, um, that's a good question. I, I enjoy I enjoy podcasts where no, I know I don't think I've had. A guest yet, where I felt like I was swimming through treacle trying to have a conversation. You know, it, it yeah. always tends to flow really, really well, which is which is nice.
1: Yeah. And having
0: having questions really does help. You know, but it
1: also helps that you are a good person who is a great conversationalist, So, like, don't no. do yourself a disservice. Do you know I mean like you've Thank made you. me feel very at ease? I mean, I know I could probably talk in an empty room, but you've <laughs> <laughs> you, you've like asked the right questions and you've made me feel like welcome. Do you know I mean? and that's that is like a, a skill that you need to develop. Do you know what I mean? When you're doing the podcast, because it is different than a, to a point in a real life conversation, because you obviously have. The things that you want to talk about, and mm-hmm. you want to make the the person feel comfortable before they maybe expose more about themselves than just the kind of the sad that we put out for everybody. Do you know what I mean, so I think it's it is a bit of a skill that you you know that you've obviously got in abundance. I mean,
0: well, I'll I'll be honest with you, I wing it a lot of the time. I really do just wing it. Do you do you plan? like a a question list or like a plan, not a plan of attack, but a, what's the word? Like some sort of, some sort of direction for it. Or do you just go, here's this person coming on. Let's go.
1: Pretty much. I mean, a bullet point on my phone. Mm-hmm. I never look at it. It's there as a total safety net, just in case I had a wee malfunction moment where my brain was just like blank yeah. and the person was totally silent. It's never happened yet. I, don't look at that uh, but I think it's just a wee ritual that I do beforehand and it's literally one word bullet point do you know what I mean like career um, f- highlights do you know what I mean just stuff that I'm like that because cool. I want to know that it's not mm-hmm. what I think other people might want to know or what's like a probing question or none of that. But very much just I think it's just that that listening. It's just listening to what they're saying and responding. Right. You know so the conversation flows because I've heard what they said and I'm like oh right wait a minute tell me more about that I didn't mm-hmm. think you were going to say that or that made me think and sometimes I worry that I give too much of my kind of input so I'm like oh this one time I, I'm like nobody's bothered about you Lisa <laughs> but then I don't feel like it would be as much of a natural conversation if I didn't do that and it was just all about the person and I was just asking the question so it's a wee bit of a fine line that like sometimes when I uh, edit I'm like why are you talking
0: Aye, I've had that. It's, like, it's been a long time since they've said anything. It's just me laughing. You're like, oh bugger!
1: But it's about making the other person feel comfortable, and if that yeah. makes them feel that they're just in a natural conversation, I think that's important.
0: Aye, yeah, definitely. Because it because it is. It's not. It's not an interview, is it? It's. it's no. just a conversation. That's the totally, thing. totally. Yeah, it's not like a. It's not like a. It's not a chat show format.
1: No, and I yeah, I, I was. Like hoping that I would come on here and like you would tell me stuff about you and you have do you know what I mean? Like talking about your dad and stuff like that, mm. that's a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You've not grilled me. Which I'm glad about
0: <laughs> I will put the light on.
1: I'm totally not like, good under pressure.
0: Old old habits die I don't hard.
1: know. I don't know anything.
0: <laughs> Where were you on Thursday <laughs> evening?
1: Yeah. Oh you would yeah pff, my memory's terrible. The <laughs> rubbish of that game.
0: <laughs> that game. Um, <laughs> Was it? Oh yeah, you said you listen to a lot of podcasts. Who, mm. What sort of podcasts do you listen to then?
1: Good question. I mean, I don't listen to as many as I would like. I think I listened to loads when I was commuting. Mm-hmm. Loads, um, although I've started to get back into them in the last kind of year and a bit since I've been out working more. Um, a lot of kind of like self improvement, self help kind of ones. Like I like Fern Cotton's Happy Place because she speaks to lots of di- different kind of people. Um, I like Putting It Together, which is a Scottish theatre podcast by a guy, Brian O'Sullivan, who's been on The Brawn mm-hmm. The Brave. He He's amazing, Brian. He's also called uh, Bridal Hingway, if some people follow him. He does okay. uh, kind of like, skits about this woman, Janice, who's a GP uh, receptionist. Right. You'd love her. I'm gonna say I'm saying you'd love her. Janice is the character. And Frank, the husband, and then right. Connor, the son. I'm gonna send you the link. Bride O'Hingway. he's amazing. Brian is an actor and musician, but he also has a, a Scottish podcast called Putting It Together. Mm-hmm. And he interviews people who work in theatre. It's really but it's it's dead interesting. You don't have to be into theatre or a theatre buff to to like it. You know, he's right. he's so many interesting people. Um yeah, so again it's a bit like the Brown the Brave. I just
0: like listen to folk talk about themselves. Aye. Aye, there's so some I cracking ones to- out there, mm-hmm. isn't there? Like I I yeah. tend to listen to a lot of um a lot of American ones, really. They okay. were the first ones. Like Joe Rogan is obviously I think after after uh you, I think Joe Rogan mm. was probably the first one I listened to. Just because people are like oh podcast, you've got to listen to Joe Rogan. And then from that I've listened to oh god, um uh Oh God, was it is it two bears?
1: Oh, right. Uh, okay, I don't know that one.
0: Yeah, it's um Oh God, what's the names? Jeez, I forgot I listened to this. I know every I was just like
1: you were talking there. I thought I'm just gonna uh, <laughs> quickly go into I'll my place. A... Sometimes I just hit and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm say.
0: Two bears, one cave. That's one I listen oh, okay, to. That, okay. That's brilliant. It's funny. It's just a couple of comedians. Chasing the racing. That's a motorcycle um based one. I've I've been okay, I've had cool. them on Chrissy Rouse and Dom Harbertson, I've had them on my podcast. And, 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 I, and I like I like their stuff. They're they're doing really well. Their podcast oh, that's is cool. literally in the last year or so. It's just flown. I think they get like half a million downloads what? a month. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's mad. Yeah, I know, I know.
1: Um, I know I, there's loads I mean there's some Cracking podcasts like, um, like in Scotland There's some People doing some Seriously great stuff um, a, a girl I know Heather She started a podcast During the pandemic um, and It's called Women Who Fail And she gets women To come on and talk About their failures Which I'm mm-hmm. always just like That's amazing These people are <laughs> like Heroes Coming on yeah. and talking About the things That they, th- they deem to be failures um, Of course Like In my eyes You know And anybody listening Would be like that's not a failure. You're an amazing person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so yeah, I find it just dead inspiring to to listen to people and just being open and honest about yeah. what you know, their lives and or what they're up to. Um also like um how to fail by Elizabeth Day. She's an author mm-hmm. um and she's some cracking guests on talking about their failures.
0: Have you heard of the high performance podcast? Do you yes, love like that one? That I is have. really good. British one, yes. and it's really good. So I know, it's I need um, to get back
1: into more podcasts.
0: Excuse me, I'll I'll have a quick look at, just so I get the names right. Um mm. sorry. It is uh where are we? Uh Jake, Jake Humphrey. So he's yeah. BT Sports, he's a BT Sport anchor. And yeah, BBC Animal lead Spring. presenter and uh Damien Hughes. They're really mm-hmm. good. They get they get all sorts of like high performing people on. A lot of okay. sports people, obviously, because of, of their connections. But you'll get people on, say like Gary Lineker, they'll come on and they really delve deep into them and what they've done so it's not like the chat show stuff no. it's they, they no. really do delve deep with it and the people fair play to them they they open up when you know they start talking about all sorts of things it's really good really good i think we'll it's just nice it when
1: you can kind of like connect with somebody and Aye. realize that we're all the same in a lot Aye. of ways like we've all got the same hang-ups and the same things that to, no matter how famous we are or how successful we are deemed, do you know what I mean, like p- people are just people and, mm-hmm. you know, highs and lows happen to, to everybody. So I think I really appreciate that kind of open and honesty kind of thing. And like you said earlier on, the long formness of a podcast, you can get into Aye,
0: aye. I think what I, what I take away a lot of the time from a lot of these these podcasts is, you know, these successful people. Saying that successful people that, that mm. they chat to, when you listen to their backstory in their lives, and just them talking, you can start seeing that the difference between like them, what makes them them and normal people is is that that, that incessant drive where they just keep mm. going, they keep going, keep what well, they fail, but they keep going, they pick themselves up, and they just keep going, and uh, I, I find it quite inspiring to 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 hear those sort of stories, because you're yeah. like, well, do you know what? If if you can do it, then let's let's go for it. Let's let's keep going. See how we go. So
1: I've been listening to these things, though, and I'm like, I've achieved nothing. <laughs> I need to get my move on. You know, you to listen to me like sometimes when I see other choreographers working, I'm like, oh, you need to get you need to get your act together, Lisa. So <laughs> like, we kick up the bum. Sometimes we kick up the bahuki that I need.
0: But then do you also sit back and think about what you have achieved, and you know, like you've you've got nah. you've got through a, <laughs> you've got through two years of a pandemic being self-employed. That's if you're not if you're not like a brickie or a plumber or an electrician, that's blooming good work to have got through the last uh, two years. Because I it's think been it's tough. just
1: it has been yeah. I mean, I I just um I I think it's just like looking forward what's next I, I'm a wee bit, I mean I, I like to live in the moment I like to be present as much as I can not looking too far ahead do you know what I mean? but um, yeah I'm like what's next what's happening next because <laughs> yeah. I don't like celebrating because I, I don't like things ending Bruce so I have to move on <laughs> move on to the next good thing don't, don't dwell on a thing ending <laughs> well
0: all good things do have to come to an end but we've got one more question
1: okay I won't cry
0: <laughs> Stuart Bailey uh, given the choice do you take the red pill or the, blue pu- or the blue pill. Also, what criteria do you apply when selecting people for into? Well, we've covered that one, haven't we? That selecting like, people. Side
1: note. <laughs> yes. Red
0: pill or blue pill? Wow. That's
1: left field. Wow. Nice big question.
0: It is. Yeah, some some of them are a bit like that. So, I mean, red pill, blue pill—that's mm-hmm. Matrix, isn't it? But you can read into well, that, that what, right? okay. what you what you want. Um,
1: you go first. <laughs> Then
0: I'll go with your answer. Right. It depends what you take the red pill and the blue pill to be, doesn't it? It's like... Uh hmm. Okay, decision-making in life. Do you go for the safe safe option or do you go for the, this could turn out well, but it could be a total cluster. So I think for me, Mm -hmm. I used to be the one that would go the safe option and now I would rather take a chance and then... If it doesn't work out, I'll adapt and overcome it, hopefully, and just keep working. I think that's more the person I am now, whereas before it was play the company man, safe, solid. Let's go that way.
1: I really admire that, that you recognise that in yourself, first and foremost, that you've had that kind of transition and that you are somebody who just goes for it and then not worries about it later, but it's very much just like, let's do it. Hmm. Um, because I don't think of myself as that. And I think people listen really? to this podcast be like, well, she's just said that she's do you know what I mean I'm like, no, I am like risk averse. Oh I'm surprised. I, I can't wow. even do a forward roll, Bruce. Like <laughs> I'm such a r like as a dancer, I'm like, oh don't you'll not get don't put me upside down. No, I and I'd like <laughs> to be braver. I mean, it's a pure like the brawn the brave. I, you know, I think I, that's why I thrive off other people because when I have these conversations, I'm like. Maybe you could. You know, I really get inspired by other people because I'm like you, Lisa. I've played it safe for far too long. Okay, I'm self-employed, but I'm not. I'm not saving lives. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm lucky to do what I do, and I, I do work hard, and obviously I have a skill set. Like I'm not just making it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, but um there's still lots to learn. Do you know what I mean? Like, eleven years of being freelance, there's still lots to learn. I would like to be braver. I'd like to take more risks. I just don't. I'm always a bit. Oh, what if that happens? And what if that happens? And yeah, I'm a wee bit. I'm a. I'm not a wee bit. I'm a big bit of a worrier.
0: I think. I think you are a risk taker, but you just don't. You. You don't. You don't realize it. You don't appreciate it. You. You totally are. Like everything you just said is. <laughs> somebody that played it safe wouldn't have led the life that you've led up to now, and the things that you've done. Maybe. Maybe there's more that you wanted, but you've. Maybe you feel like you've. I don't know. You've you've withdrawn. Think not. Withdrawn is the wrong word. Do you know what I mean? Like you could have yeah. cast your net wider, but you didn't. Yeah. You, you sort of directed it more. But you still cast that net. You still gone for it.
1: Thank you. I, I, you're right. You've got me. You've you've psychoanalyzed me perfectly. Yeah, I do cast my net. I cast it, and then I go. Oh, that was nice. That's that's working. I'll just right. do more of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not good at then going, well, let's go a wee bit bigger because you can, Mm -hmm. you know, I've done that with, you know, my dance troupe, you know, there, there was a point where we probably could have went way bigger. And I was just like, oh, no, but that, you know, somebody's going to come and make it go wrong. Uh, And uh, I'm like, who's this person? Who's this bad person? No bad things have happened to you. Like, you've been quite lucky in your life for no catastrophes to happen. But uh, yeah, and I like to be a trusting person. I like to trust the universe. Uh, I think I'm a positive person, but uh, I'm not always positive about my ability uh, to make things possible. Um, So, you know, the turning 40 thing, I think, it's just an age, it's just a number, but a milestone birthday does make you go, this. you know, when are you going to start being a bit braver? When are you going to be a bit brave? So maybe, maybe this is the year, maybe this is the year. (laughs) You
0: never know. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I'm kind of at that stage now, I think where, excuse me, where I kind of feel like I need to, I I need to take a chance at something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know what, but I kind of feel, I feel like my whole YouTubey thing—it's it's stagnant. I just feel like it's stagnant at the moment, and there's so many other people coming into this this YouTube world. that I'm like, you know, you've you've got to be different. I don't. I hate being like beige. I hate being. You're just so one far of the from numbers.
1: beige; it's unreal. Like, but, stop right there. No, no, uh, you're not know, beige.
0: I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just another person on a bike talking shit with a GoPro, you know. And I'm like, I, I want, I want to be different, but I'm not. But I you haven't... are
1: because you're you, and it's your experience, mm. and it's your lived experience, and the things that you've okay. achieved, and the things that you've done, and and you have transitioned from one career to this, and you've made it work, and. All the behind the scenes, all the, you know, editing the footage, 15 hours, like that's all work and energy and effort and talent that you've put into the thing that basically essentially you're passionate about. Mm. And, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. So I think you can get caught up in the social media thing of like, oh, what they up to? Oh, what are they doing? Yeah, and you're definitely. like, you're in your lane doing your thing. And okay, it's fine to want more and to be like, what, what's possible? I think that's totally healthy. And I think that's great. That just feeds the creativity. But also remember, like you do you and nobody else can do you. Like that's your unique selling point. Do you know what I mean? That's your USP. You're Bruce and you do you and it's amazing and people love it. So I wouldn't like don't be down on that. Just
0: Oh, oh thank you very much. And and likewise, exactly the same right back at you, isn't it? It's that's... um I think that's all we can be, isn't it? Isn't it? Is is just be conscious of the fact that you're you and be you, be the best you that you can be. Definitely. Here, here right that to me sounds like a fantastic place to um to end the, the podcast at I've loved it thanks so much I was Genuinely. a bit nervous
1: I was like oh Will no I Aye, I'm nervous. just always like oh what have I got to say but clearly people's ears are now bleeding so <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: before we go can I put the floor open to you please plug your podcast plug any projects that you've got any shout outs that you want to oh, give
1: that's kind yeah I'd love if people want to come and check out the bra the brave for on all the social media platforms you'll find the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud um yeah just broad brave chats with broad brave people um look up bruce's episodes if you haven't listened to that <laughs> and um no i thank, i can't thank you enough for this opportunity just have a nice blair it's been a total joy
0: I'm, I'm just i'm just returning the love i'm returning the favor that you showed me thank you so much oh, for and my, it's, putting me on this little journey just-
1: It's lovely to see what you're up to now and you're thriving. And I just wish more joy for you. Whatever you decide to do next, I'm sure it'll be awesome.
0: Thank you. Likewise. Well, whatever happens in the future, um, we'll, we'll have another chat, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure of it.
0: Right, folks, I'll leave uh, all Elisa's socials down below, all the connections. So if you listen to the podcast, make sure you check them out. And if you're watching the video, make sure you have a look at the vid description, give her a like, a follow, follow the podcast and all the socials. Right, folks, hope you've enjoyed this one. I definitely have. Keep doing your thing. Get on out there whenever you can. Look after those that you love. But most importantly, most importantly, live your life. woo That was brilliant. Thank you so much, Lisa.